considering that, then that might be out the window. But I get those sorts of phone calls all the time. Like, hey, look, like we're going to pay $100,000 cash and then we're going to basically make all this money in cash flow. You have to look at the restrictions that the park has in order to be able to, to do that. Now, this is how much it would cost you this is how much it would cost to buy a condo or, or a PUD, which could be referred as a or or as a single family residence. So it's always best to use to ask your loan officer for all your options. Hi, everybody. Jose Luis Morales here. Welcome back to another episode of the Morales Group Show. Today, we have a very special guest. The name is Kathy Gray. She works with Guild Mortgages. And today, the topic is going to be how to finance a mobile home on lease land. Now, the reason I wanted to do this video is we receive a lot of messages whenever we have mobile home listings. And most of the home buyers assume that the financing for a mobile home is exactly the same as a house, as a townhouse or a condo. And let me explain to you guys, the financing is completely different and there are only certain lenders that finance for mobile homes. So today I wanted to bring Kathy Gray to kind of give us a little bit of inside information as, as to how to finance a mobile home on lease land. So welcome to the show, Kathy. How are you? Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for uh, coming on. So for our viewers that don't know who you are, who is Kathy Gray and how did you get involved in lending? And then tell me, what is your company's affiliation to mobile home lending as well, too? Okay. Well, I've been in lending pretty much my entire adult life. I started uh, working as a credit checker and uh, doing credit for a furniture store and then a bank and eventually at the bank. Um, I learned um, how to do second mortgages, and then I had the desire to do first mortgages when I bought my first home. And I moved over to a mortgage company, and there I was a processor. And I was a processor for a number of years. I learned the entire back side of, of, of sales. Uh, <clears throat> and then in 2006 and seven. I, uh, you know, the market was down. We had no loans, nothing to do. So I thought, well, I'll get my real estate license, but I didn't go the route of the real estate agent. I stayed in loans and um, I've been doing loans ever since. I love it. I love it. Okay. So let's get right into the topic, Kathy. How do mobile home loans differ from like a traditional loan? Like in terms of like, or is the time you finance the loan the same um, as it relates to uh, the requirements? Like, meaning, are there five-year loans, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years? Are rates the same? Are rates higher? Um, are uh, the qualifications the same? How, how does that entire process work? It is a little different. Um, well, first, let me say that I do work for Guild Mortgage. And mm -hmm. at Guild Mortgage, we don't finance mobile homes. But we do have an outlet uh, in the wholesale world. In other words, we broker your loan to a mobile home lender. And um, we're still the in-between person. Like I, I, I speak to the client. Um, I review the credit. I review the income. Get the package ready to submit to, to the mobile home lender. And we currently are working with one company right now. So I'll basically be speaking of their guidelines right now to uh, give you this idea. And as far as interest rates, interest rates are mainly tiered, very similar to 
the traditional loans. So they'll go by FICO score. So obviously the higher your FICO score, the little bit better rate. Uh, their rates don't change on a daily basis like, you know, like the ones we have to follow. Home loans. Right, yeah. Exactly, on the conventional side. Um, their terms are 300 months for the most part. And um, you can put as little as 5% if you qualify with 5%. And otherwise, you know, again, it's tiered. So the lender may ask you to put 5, 10, 15, 20% down. And um, the qualification or the pre-approval up front is completely different as well. Uh, on a conventional loan, you submit your paperwork and we give you the approval once we run the automated, uh, through the automated system with, with Fannie and Freddie. And then we know what you qualify for. Um, and then you're off to look at, look at homes. On the mobile home side, however, the mobile home lender likes to look at the park first. So while I still review your application, while I still check for your credit and your income to make sure it's going to check, it's going to fit in their box, we can o we only send the application and the credit to this mobile home lender along with a copy of the listing, any listing, preferably in the park that you wish to buy in, but it doesn't need to be. Once they review the application and they review the park, then they will give us a list of what to send, how many pay stubs, how many tax, you know, how many years of tax returns they want to see, um, your your deposits, and they will ask for a twelve month rental history, where we may not need that on a traditional loan. So you will need to provide. 12 month rental history. And, and then of course, when they're ready for the appraisal, obviously after you're in escrow or you have a contract to go with, then um, they will ask that you pay for the appraisal. Got it. So a 12 month rental history, what you're basically saying is just like a history that you've been renting for the last 12 months and maybe yeah. like a proof of a cancel check or something just to verify that obviously you've been paying rent um for that time got it yeah. now i i'm imagining that different mobile home lenders have different requirements just based on who the lender is and what i'm also hearing from you is that not all lenders do mobile homes so maybe like right. a bank of america and a wells fargo may not do mobile homes and not even like guild mortgage does mobile homes they're like these very niche lenders that specialize in these types of loans. What right. I'm also gathering from you is that not all parks are available for financing as well, too, that some mobile home lenders may not want to lend on certain parks. So that's important as well, too, to make sure that whichever mobile home lender you're working with also provides park approval. Now, I've heard this. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that the newer the mobile home, the lower the potential down payment can be. And the older the mobile home, the larger the down payment, like meaning like if it's a 1960s mobile home, they may require more of a down payment versus if it's a 2020 or 2015. Is that does that apply with your guys as lender? And if well, it doesn't, have you ever heard that in the industry as a whole? I have heard that in the industry, but the, the mobile home lender that we have associated with will not lend on units. Um, older than 1976. 
So, to, so you have to, if the unit is is older, then you probably will need to find a specific lender, and there are very few that will lend on the older units. Yeah. So, in other words, like part of shopping for a mobile home is also looking at what year is it because the year could affect your financing. You may be going into it thinking, oh, I'm going to buy this for 5% down. You get to the lender, it's like a 1970, 1960s, and they're like, oh, we can't do this one. You go to another lender, they're like, oh, this doesn't apply for 5% down. You need 20 or 30% down payment. I've also heard, I know that you said that your loans are 300 months. I've heard with other lenders that some of the loans are five-year loans, 10-year loans, 15-year loans, uh, and that it's a lot shorter of a time frame for some specific mobile home lenders. Now, it sounds like you guys do it for a little bit longer. Is that for all loans or are some of the loans shorter term, like five, 10, 15 years well, versus uh- 300? Well, the lender that we work with has a 300 uh, months uh, max. Max. Uh, yes, max. So I would imagine they can lend for lower, but we would have to get their approval first. And of course, well, the buyer would have to qualify for that payment. Not, not only like, not only if the buyer wants it, but I've heard that some mobile home lenders actually only will give like a 10 year loan depending on the year built and depending on the um, on the year built and depending on obviously all the other factors that traditionally uh, happen basically got that it could, um, possible perfect that to your happen. knowledge to your knowledge is there like any down payment assistance program for like a mobile home to your knowledge no I haven't heard of I have them not either heard of down payment assistance for mobile homes no Got it. Okay. And then um, how long would you say the process from start to finish from the time you start the mobile home process to the time it closes? How long would you say that process uh, takes on a mobile home home loan? Well, they're very quick. That's one good thing about these lenders is they're very quick to respond. Um, So it, it doesn't take any longer than a 30 day normal escrow. I would say, I would think as long as they have the property. So I think the longest period is going to be while the home buyer and the agent are shopping for their home and getting their offer accepted. That's probably going to be the longest time. But on the lending side, if we get the application and we get the documents that we need within 24 hours, let's say, then within the next day or or two at max, if we need anything else, we will submit it to the to this lender for their review. They're very, because they're very quick, usually the next day, they will send us a list of what they need. Uh, and once, when they review the part, that takes also, I, in my experience, they can do it within 24 to 36 hours. So it doesn't take very long. And then we, we know exactly what they want. And you go yeah. off to find your mobile home and you get your offer accepted, that typically will be less than 30 days. Got it. So what I was going to ask you is like, um, how, how do the land lease agreements affect the financing for a mobile home? I haven't had, uh, well. Meaning the I park rent, the heard, space rent. Yeah, I haven't heard that they affect it, but they, we have to use the amount 
of that space rent in our calculations. Got it. So basically, if you're getting financing for a mobile home, one thing to factor in is you have the monthly space rent plus the mortgage payment. So sometimes what I've seen, like if it's a 15-year loan or a 10-year loan and the space rent and the mortgage, because the loan is shorter, sometimes the payment is higher, which means that sometimes your payment can end up very similarly to what you would end up paying for a house or a condo at times because the loan is compressed and the traditional house loan is about a 30-year loan. So something I express to people whenever they're considering a mobile home loan is if you qualify for a mobile home loan, you may also want to explore a traditional home loan. And maybe when you're shopping, you're shopping for both and see which one you like better. See if you like the mobile home or see if you like the traditional uh, loan uh, better. Now, do they do do mobile home loans allow for non-occupant co-borrowers? And also, does it have to be a primary residence or can it be uh, uh, like an investment property. It cannot be an investment property, but it can be a first mortgage and a secondary slash vacation home. Got it. But it cannot be a non-owner, and they will allow non uh, they will allow a non-occupant co-signer, but the borrower still has to qualify on their own. Got it. Now, I think this is one of the things that people call our office all the time. They'll see a mobile home listed for like a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to buy this for cash and then I'm going to lease it out. It's not possible. Most of the parks do not allow for the units to be rented. They only allow for owner users. So if you're considering that, then that might be out the window. But I get those sorts of phone calls all the time. Like, hey, look, like we're going to pay $100,000 cash and then we're going to basically make all this money in cash flow. You have to look at the restrictions that the park has in order to be able to to do that. Now, um, once let's say you you collect. Uh, or did we go over FICO scores at all? Like what are the FICO scores as it relates to mobile home loans? Well, obviously the higher the FICO, the better, but they do have tiered pricing. And I have, um, I have here my chart. They'll go as low as a FICO score of 550 um, for a mobile home, but obviously you're gonna need more down payment and your interest rate will be higher the lower the FICO. Did this say approximately how much uh, the down payment would be for a five, five, 550 FICO score approximately? Yes. So in their their latest uh, rate sheet that I have, a 550, they would need at least 10% down. That's actually not bad whatsoever, not though. Bad. 10% is not bad whatsoever. I was imagining like 30, 35 with a 5 FICO. So maybe one of the benefits of getting a mobile home is that if your credit is not as good as a house – like, what do most of the houses require? Like, I hear that they like to see like 680, roughly. Conventional, well, obviously, again, the higher the FICO, the better. But we do have financing with as little as 620 uh, on a FICO, on a regular conventional condo pod or, or a single family residence. Got and it. We okay. So we can go either conventional or FHA unless the family is, is, Unless the buyer is a veteran and we can use VA on, Got it. on the traditional programs. But there's no 550 traditional program on the home buying side, something that's 550. So maybe if you have a little bit of a lower FICO score, a mobile home, if you want to get into home ownership, might be a little bit 
easier for you to do than a traditional loan. So that would be one of the uh, positives about it. Right. Exactly. They got to fit the guidelines and their, their debt to income ratio has to add up. And, and you made, you brought up a great point that when they buy a home, that HOA is definitely going to be lower than a space rent on a mobile home. Got it. Cool. Um, Anything else that you think we should know about, like financing a mobile home loan or a mobile home on lease land that you think would be helpful to our to our viewers? Uh, did I mention the rents? Yeah, I did. Right. So, so, so tell me what you mean by the rents. A, we need we need to make sure that we have a rental uh, history for yeah. 12 months. And, and what do they look for in that rental history? Like, are they looking for like a similar history. rent to what you're going to pay or like what, what are they looking for? They'll be looking at payment history uh, and employment, of course. And, and also if you've had a bankruptcy or a foreclosure, you need to wait five years. For a bankruptcy. Now for a home, typically they require like a two year job employment or in the same industry. Is that the same for a mobile home or is that different? Like, can it be done with one year or less or? No, I believe they still want the two year history. Got it. Got it. Perfect. Um, anything else that you think would be helpful as it relates to to, to uh, financing mobile homes? You know, it's it's a case by case basis. Um, and in the employment, they will look at is it seasonal? Is it do they have variable income? But that's true of the other loans as well. So. I think the most important thing is to talk to a loan officer, talk to a loan mm -hmm. officer and hope if you're considering both or one or the other, have the loan officer give you your options. This is how much it would cost you on a mobile home. This is how much it would cost you buying a condo or, or a PUD, which, you know, could be referred as a townhome, or of course, a single family residence. So it's always best to use to, Ask your loan officer for all your options. And I was going to say the same thing to you, Kathy, that I think the best thing somebody can do whenever they're considering buying a mobile home on lease land and specifically they're trying to buy it with financing is that they also get qualified for a home or a townhome and evaluate both options. Because sometimes because the loans can be a little bit shorter, the payment is higher. And once you add up the land lease, you may end up with a very similar payment as you may end up with a home or a townhome. Now, I do believe that for specific situations, mobile homes can be better, meaning like than a condo maybe, like you have your own parking that you pull up to. A lot mm -hmm. of times there's no common walls as well too. There's a right. community pool in a lot of the, the parks. So sometimes a mobile home can be better than like a, a hundred unit apartment complex where there's a bunch of common walls. There's no privacy. You don't have your own driveway. You have to park somewhere else. So in some cases that might be the better option as well too, but it's important when looking to buy that you explore all options. Now, Kathy, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? My cell phone number is uh, the best number to always get a hold of me. 805. <laughs> 701-7467. My office is at Guild Mortgage in, in Oxnard, but my cell phone is always the best and easiest, fastest way to reach me. 
Got it. Okay. Well, Kathy, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. To our viewers, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you feel that this episode was helpful, make sure to hit that subscribe button. If you feel that this episode would help somebody, make sure to hit that share button. To our viewers, thank you again. Kathy, thank you again. And until next time.